Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Pop of the morning, everybody, and welcome to Popcorn Culture. As always, I am your one true host, Jazzy J, joined as usual by my co-host. Uh, mm, well, actually, um, Ben's not here today. Um, if you're watching, you could probably already see that. But if you're just listening, uh, you will. I, I can describe to you the phenomenon. Bingo. Uh, I'm looking over at Ben's chair. There's nobody in it. In fact, all that's sitting in it is a is a is a jar of um, what has been labeled danger beans. Buzzy danger beans. Carlin, I guess is is, is the co-host today. So um, for the record. As far as the uh, one true hostmanship goes, uh, I have not actually been dethroned on Patreon, but since Ben's not here, I get the win this week. Boom, this counts. This is official. Put it on the board. Uh, I think I think that's that's only fair. Ben can't be here. You know, he can't be the one true host, right? Right. We're all in agreement. Great. Cool. Thank you, everyone. I would like to take this time to thank uh, myself for showing up to work today. And, you know, a real honorable mention to, to Ben, who's at this point in um, a third place to... Uh, danger beans. Um, so since Ben's not here today, Ben is out because he just got back from his awesome trip to Vegas uh, with his wife, Alice. And it turns out that Alice seems to have come down with the COVID, which is, of course, the worst. Um, as such, she is not doing so great today. Uh, I think I think she's okay. She's gotten the booster and everything. But Ben is at home taking care of Addie and unable to help me record today. So instead, what we have lined up for you um, is a, is kind of a, a compilation, if you will. I have not been told exactly what the compilation is. Ethan, who edits the podcast, has assured me though that he has skimmed through all of the previous episodes and hand selected all of the funniest bits according to him. So please enjoy this specially curated episode of Popcorn Culture. Take this walk down memory lane. These should be um, some familiar clips and uh, you'll know we've switched to a new clip whenever you hear that lovely transition sound, which uh, I guess we're going to go ahead and play. Thank you um, for listening in today as usual and uh, enjoy the show. Are you ready and super psyched? I'm ready and super psyched. You got a lot to say. Got a, got a lot in your brain today. As always. Are you going to talk like that the entire time? I'm Batman. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. Welcome to the podcast. Do you like butter on popcorn? (laughs) 
It's too greasy. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like something Batman would say. Helicopter. Helicopter. Today's episode of Popcorn Culture is brought to you by Popcorn Culture, the best podcast you've ever heard. And time. Wow. My goodness. Deafening silence. Deafening. There was a silence of three parts. And it took five seconds apiece, uh, yes. which added to 15 seconds, which is because this is the first week ever of the pop where I am not the host. That is a painful amount it of is, silence. Is, 15 seconds is so long. It is so... It, uh, pop of the morning, everybody, and welcome to Popcorn Culture. As always, I am your one true host, Jazzy J, joined as usual by my brother and the one true co-host, Buzzy Benjamin B. How are you today, brother? I'm not well. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not... I mean, not good. Not good? Uh, to be frank. <laughs> Pop of the morning, everyone, and welcome to Popcorn Culture. As always, I am your one true host, Jazzy J, joined as usual by my brother, the one true co-host, Buzzy Benjamin B. How you doing today, Ben? Buzzy Benjamin B. That's what it says. <laughs> I like how in our notes it has Benjamin in air quotes. <laughs> Buzzy Benjamin. As if, as if that's the nickname. As yeah. if that's the nickname. It's not like Benjamin Buzzy B. <laughs> Pop of the morning, everybody, and welcome to Popcorn Culture. As always, I am your one true host, Jazzy J, joined as usual by my brother, the one true co-host, Buzzy Benjamin B. How are you, Ben? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm fine. I think... I'm sad, but like not sad at the same time yeah. because the hostmanship has once again uh, changed hands. And in fact, last week uh, we had pre-recorded the episode, yes. and unbeknownst to us, I believe we even talked about the I possibility. We even, yeah, we like joked about the possibility. Pop of the morning, everybody, and welcome to Popcorn Culture. As always, I am your one true host, Jazzy J, joined as usual by my brother, the one true co-host, Buzzy Benjamin B. Ben, uh, you're gonna have to explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, if I'm not gonna be the host, then I'm not gonna wear the host apparel oh. <laughs> and therefore I can do whatever I want. Uh, have you been I didn't I wasn't even aware that this entire time you've been specifically carefully choosing your wardrobe to oh, absolutely reflect we hostmanship. Pop of the morning, everybody, and welcome to Popcorn Culture. As always, I am your one true host, Jazzy J, joined as usual by my brother, the one true co-host, Buzzy Benjamin B. What's happening, bro? As always. As always and forever. Now we're going to bed and he's like he keeps asking me to like show me show him like 
tricks, I guess. But by what, but but what he means is like the kind of like tricks or faces that you can sort of like make with your body or like sounds you can make with your body, okay, kind of thing. Like I know you and I can both make like 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 a fart noise, like a fart noise with our hands. So like ready, ready, any, ready. yeah. Oh, yours was so good. <laughs> Thanks. That was with Ben's hands. Years, you guys. years, and years of years practice. Years of practice, man. I thought I was good. I ain't got, I got nothing on that. There, this is this is like one of those things that I think whenever I learned a new noise, I would do it so frequently that I remember in high school I would like walk around and I would just be like making this noise with my hands, and I would like walk into class, like teachers and stuff would look at me, look at me, and be like Ben Carlin, and I was like. No, oh, no, 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 no. Let me clarify. <laughs> that was not me. Well, I mean, it was just not the way you think. <laughs> not the way you think. It's no. much funnier than that. It's much funnier than that. Watch this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But so this could be like anything from like, like sucking your cheeks in to like make a fish face to like winking to going cross-eyed to snapping to like also all these little like things you don't think about. They're just like. Kids love this stuff. Can you do the elephant hand thing still? Oh my god, that would be a good one to teach Crossing him. Your fingers. I feel like yeah. when we were kids, we used to do this. So it's it's basically using your pointer and I your ring finger to hold your pinky down over top of your middle finger, and the end result is an almost like elephant look like looking like yeah type of thing yeah um but i remember like i could do that in elementary school and that would be like a trick that i would like, like show yeah. people oh yeah i'd be like yeah yeah you guys you guys entering the talent show good luck <laughs> it's like i can make an I elephant can... with my hand with my hand okay so be Pretty prepared cool. the the other one that i i loved learning for a long time is from ferris bueller's day off there's a scene oh, where yeah. where cameron is like sitting there and he's making like a Is yeah. that does that sound about right? That's, it's supposed to sound like like water <laughs> dripping into more water. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh yeah, I always feel like anytime like people would see the movie and then they see you try it, and I feel like they'd always just be like you're just making the sound with your mouth, and I'd be like, no, but I'm not. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> or, or sort of like, or I sort of am, but like on some level, like that is the point. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I always, I always thought that that was a, that was a particularly fun one. This is, um, I'm sure you remember this. This is just a good old fashioned GMA story. Okay, great. from way back in in high school where we didn't have much to do, so sometimes we would find ourselves just like wandering around, wandering around uh, Walmart. Oh, I know this exact story. <laughs> I know this exact story. It was so the. Um, so we were wandering around Walmart, and the uh, the 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 prank, if you even want to call it that, that we thought was going to be hilarious, was to try and find a different shopper's cart and try and drop something like inappropriate or comical into their cart whilst they weren't looking, and then watch them deal with it at the checkout counter. Yep, yep, <laughs> yeah. yep. So the, the idea would be that, like, yeah, like you know, they they would get up there not having realized that it's been dropped in their cart. Yeah, and then there and then there's like that moment of realization between like the cashier and them and the cashier and them and the item and what and how I didn't, um, I didn't put this in. Oh, wow. And then how do you backpedal out of it? Right. And yeah, so I think as kids, we thought this was like the fun. We thought this was going to be hilarious. Um, but, but we know what, once we got in there, it was like this question of like, wait, who's going to go do it? Who's going to go do it? Who's going to do the thing? And like, who's going to try and drop something at the cart? And I think no one really wanted to do it. So 
I, we were in like the toy section of the area and I put on just like this kid's Batman mask, yes. which barely covered my face, was way too small. And I was like, all right, I'm ready. I'm going to go do it. Which on the one hand made us way more conspicuous. 100%. Like it was not helping. 100%. would have been way better if I could have just been like totally cool. Just like walk past these people's car, dropped in the item. No problem. Uh, didn't do that at all. It was super obvious. They almost immediately caught on. <laughs> was not good not a good situation um and of course then they're just like who's this kid like what but but it was it was like the power of them not really being able to see my face because i was wearing this like crappy even though it was this very tiny batman mask it was like i just felt like like what are you gonna do you can't do anything you don't even know who i am right (laughs) i'm not even me (laughs) i'm batman yeah no 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 no, bat j anyway (laughs) And then we're like, we are leaving the store, and these guys, the, the guys we did it to, were just were like super angry at us because we were obviously just being terrible teenage boys or whatever. Yeah. And we're like standing sort of past the cash register, we're like watching them, and they like look over at us, and I'm still wearing the mask. And he just like locks eyes up, and he's like, "What's your problem, man?" And I just like didn't say anything. I just like I was like, I have no answers. I'm just gonna stare. I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna keep the stare. And like the one guy kept getting angry and angry, and his friend was just like, dude. We just got just leave them like just come on like let's go. <laughs> anyway, didn't say anything. Uh, he eventually just like got really mad and left the store. And I was like, ah, Batman wins. Yeah, it was. It was like <laughs> this was like one of those like fly on the wall moments that was hilarious. Yeah. Just to, like that's the thing. You and Mike and John are just standing behind me, just like cracking up. Well, and that's the thing yeah. because it's like it's so. I think even then it was like very out of character, right? For you, yeah. Who like. My, I think it would be easy to say that you never, you never got detention, silent lunch, yeah, chastised ever. Correct. Yes. Yeah. And and yet here you are, like like pulling a prank on right. some, someone we don't know in a Walmart. Yeah. In a Batman mask. In a Batman mask. It was like, what is this? Yeah. Anyway, but that's the that's like that's like the power of like just having even the lightest amount of like identity concealment yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> at least when when used for good and and yeah. not for bad well you know who these guys got so angry i'm not sure we weren't doing some good you know <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's the type of thing that i remember i remember that even just the nature of how big the walmart <clears throat> was yeah that like it it always felt like it was the case to me that like we could go and it was so big that we could just like run our shenanigans which was nothing ever really like that bad but like we may have gone to like the the football aisle and like literally just passed a football back and forth in the aisle real troublemakers i know and i i think at the time it was so common we had a code word for it which was lobster bisque do you remember that? No. It was like whenever like whenever like an employee was coming over, we'd be like lobster bisque. And then that meant to like put the ball away or something. Ball. But I, I remember being like, how is it that people like who is paying this much attention that like that like people are constantly coming over and telling us to like stop doing this? Mm. But now as an adult, I'm like, it's very, very, very obvious that what you were doing is not shopping and instead playing inside of the store. You would have made a marvelous tight end. Mm, people uh, tell me that. Yeah. Or, I think that was what I was going to try and do. Or what, I don't know. My friends at the time told me I should be. Yeah. 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 It would have worked. Yeah. It would have worked. We'll never know. But, never ended up playing any sort of official league football. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, so I remember my horror story from this period of time was uh, we, again, new neighborhood. We were like living. I think my grade had like 20 people that lived in our neighborhood. And so when it snowed, 
uh, which is very fitting for right now because it just snowed this week. Just snowed. Um, we would all go and sled on this one hill. And yeah. usually what sledding slowly descended into is what we called extreme sledding, which was basically everybody starts at the top and the goal is to knock everybody else off of their sled. It's full contact sledding. Full contact sledding. Yeah. And um, th- it was like, I think it was all well and fine, but it was definitely one of those like activities where it like that that phrase it's all fun and games until someone gets hurt it's like it could not be more true mm. um i actually have an example i want to tell about you after this one as well um, <laughs> oh, okay. I, I know you know the i know you know the story oh, but no. um but so the thing was though is that like you know it was all it was all good but then i am at the bottom of the hill at one point in time and i'm like on my knees like sort of just like looking back up the hill and one of the kids who lived in the neighborhood did play football and he just comes in like spears me from oh. behind like, oh from behind from behind wow. full speed ahead and so i'm like this is my first winter with all these people like again it's like I'm, I'm kind of like the new kid all this stuff and i remember like like i came up and it was one of these things where it was like it hurt so like, i can't bad. i can't cry right it's like now. don't cry <laughs> don't cry, <laughs> don't cry. <laughs> and i bawled man Ugh. it was just like it was like it hurt so it was like there's yeah. nothing I could do. You about got hit it. in the it, spine. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like of the, course, yeah. Right with a titanium bar across yeah. the front of me. Yeah, yeah. So it was just it was it was um it was it was very painful, but it was also like <clears throat> that's it. I'm going to cry in front of twenty of my classmates right now. It's gonna happen. And there's nothing I can do about it. it happened here. Somebody asked you a question. So yeah, so uh, I'm just sort of like waking up from the um, anesthesia and and. Like they're as- basically they're asking you basic questions to test whether you're like coherent or not. So basically, I, f- I end up failing the test. Basically, is what's happening. Excellent. Is the excellent? <laughs> it's like that's what they're doing. Um, but the question they asked me was, "What's your name?" But what I heard them say was, "Where's your penguin?" <laughs> And so I'm just sitting there in the bed and everyone else in the room heard them say, what's your name? And I'm like, I don't have a penguin. (laughs) And they ask it to me several times and it sounds the same every single time. So you keep like, like, I don't have any penguins. Oh my gosh. I don't have penguins. I don't don't have any penguins. penguins. And now you've, I feel like the, I feel like for a while penguins were like a, like an inside running joke. Yeah, for sure. They were, you had some, like a stuffed penguin. Yeah. I think somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere along the way. I don't know. Penguins. uh, I I mean, penguins are pretty cool. You know, they are are remarkably cool critters. Uh, Maybe, maybe we could bring back the fun fact about coyotes, except it'll be fun fact about penguins. Fun facts about penguins. Don't they not have, knees penguins uh, I don't think that's have, true penguins don't have knees yeah so fun fact about penguins they, <laughs> they don't, don't have, have knees. knees i think there is Probably. also a hockey team for the penguins you're kidding me right now no, i think it's the pittsburgh penguins i feel like i'm being plum joshed <laughs> plum job i'm not joshing you man right <laughs> their thoughts aren't just commingled they're with so one basic but they are really impressive in the way they get around it okay but here's the other thing too all right so let me let's 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 look at something even more basic than building a skyscraper which in, in case you listener at home were like what is he describing i was describing a skyscraper yeah was, i understood it was like a termite mound yeah but like for humans, do a human think, termite mound. Do you is think a it is possible that you could just build a structure from Earth all the way to space, or would that like, or would that be like so tall that the spinning of the Earth would just like mess it up? Oh man, you're asking me questions that I don't think I'm, I'm prepared to answer. Right? It seems could you like just be like I will be taking the elevator to space today. Whoop. 
Voop. Probably a long. Probably more than a voop. It's probably like a voop. Ding. You're like, oh, come on. Who's getting on it? 1,069. Gosh. I know, I know. Wouldn't it be interesting, though, if it was just like an elevator and then like the top of the elevator is just open to actual space? So you like you go up and the projectile nature of the elevator like rocketing towards space and like it gets to the top and it just sort of slams and you get launched. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait, new question. Open air okay. into space. New question then though. Okay. Okay. You build an elevator that just goes all the way into space, like you said, but it's open air at the top. Yeah. Right? Effect okay. But so basically what then you have is a tube going all the, all the way to space. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right? If there's nothing like blocking that tube and it's just like an open straw to space, could could you stick your head in the straw and breathe? Oh, goodness me. Or what, like when when are you able to breathe or will that just does that like pierce the atmosphere in such a way that it just like sucks all the sucks all the oxygen just sends it into space we're all just dead. Like, like, basically, I feel like the question you're asking is, if you were to run a tube to space, does space create a vacuum into Earth? Yeah, exactly. That's what I want. Yes, that's what I'm asking. Ugh. That sounds scary. If you, <laughs> I'm going to say no, because I need it to be no. Like, like I, yeah. I, I think right, the other thing, too, is because, like, what we breathe is, like elements of the periodic table right yeah and they are very 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 small mm -hmm. which makes me think that they would be <clears throat> capable you would almost have to have the structure be made out of something that the atoms couldn't like pass through right it's i'm talking just an open tube to space and <laughs> just an open, open tube to space if you created that <laughs> would all of a sudden just like suddenly like the air starts sucking out through it all right well, this is what i need to back up <clears throat> for a second because you're saying an open tube do you remember pogs yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's where you're going. Uh, it's poppin', everybody. Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. Ben, I got a question for you. You just toss it right at me. What What makes one pasta better than another? Not a corny joke. Genuine question. Okay, I actually have the same question right now because <laughs> because it, it like so many other things, I have wanted to DIY myself some homemade star. You want to make some homemade pasta. Some homemade pasta because because I'm still currently I'm as of today I'm on day 30 of 75 hard. Yeah. Progress going well. Um one of the things I am struggling hard with to what I'm finding to be just the utter frustration of every human being in my life. Like nobody wants to give me advice because they're all just like I hate you. It's that I can't eat enough carbs. Can't eat enough carbs. I can't eat enough carbs. You should try and, some garlic bread. And so or some pasta. Some pasta. So you you instructed to me. You were like, you should just go home at the end of every day and just eat a giant bowl of pasta. Yeah, I'm on the spaghetti and meatballs diet. Are you? No, that's oh. what you should be saying to people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what, <laughs> what's, what are you doing, man? You look great. Yeah, to get, go ahead and try that sentence out. Just be like, yeah, do you feel like you could even say that? What? No. Which part? The, I, I, I'm on the spaghetti and meatballs diet. I would probably say speggy. <laughs> so you can't say it. Okay, <laughs> so you can't. I got it. Answer? No. Do you have anything like that where you're like, I could just Google the answer, but I don't even want Google to know. I don't know. I don't want it to exist anywhere that I was unaware of the information. I have to tell you that this happened today. Oh, oh, I, and I, oh. I, I deleted it from my Google search history because I, I heard a new piece of information over the weekend that I have tried to tell everyone who will listen and no <laughs> one thinks it's interesting. And so you've been in two conversations today where this has happened, but I found out over the weekend, I was at Alice's <clears throat> shop. I was doing some work and her mom and her were talking about about 
uh, like something that happened at the Met Gala. And they told me that Kim Kardashian is only five foot one or five foot two or something. And I feel like shorter than you'd think shorter than I thought. Yeah. By like a lot. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know why I was under the impression that this person was like six feet plus tall. And I like when I discovered that I was like, oh my gosh, this must be one of those things that nobody knows. Like, because maybe like all the different ways that they like present her and stuff is, is, in such a way to like make her appear taller. Right. I don't know. It would not one surprise me if like every picture, every picture you've ever seen of Kim Kardashian has been like Photoshopped to make her look taller. Or if like anything, especially branded by the, you know, Kardashian empire, um, like is intended to make all of them look larger than life. Yes. Very purposefully. Like, it is like it's of course no secret that she's five one or anything, but like you are never going to just see images of her and assume she's short. Well, and the, here's the <laughs> thing, yeah. So your your Beth your Beth wife, yes. your wife Beth, uh, yes. is five two. Correct. And so so th- she's taller than Kim Kardashian. Ha! <laughs> Take that. Take that. Um. So no, I think what was so mind blowing about this to me was just that like I was like. I can't believe that this person that I've seen on like every single tabloid cover and I don't know, Buzzfeed list. And just, I mean, she's just everywhere, yeah. you know, as a person, it's like, I cannot believe that I am like a full head taller than this person. Right. You know? And I mean, not that it makes any difference at all, right? but I, I found it to be mind blowing. And so it was one of these things where like, I, I told, we were at the gym this morning with our coach Gabriel and I was telling him about it and he was just like, okay. <laughs> <You're> so, <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, I didn't know how, how I expected. So <laughs> I got to the office and I was like, all right, time to try again. Time to blow some minds, guys. <laughs> Did you know? Ethan Riley, let me Kim tell Gard- you. We're going to get like a cease and desist from the Kardashians and be like, no one's supposed to know how tall Kim really is. I know. I know, I know. But so then like, so here I am and I'm like, I'm like at this point where I'm kind of like, I'm like, this was mind blowing to me. Maybe it's just me. Maybe that's it. And this is a person like, I've never watched a single episode of like keeping up with the Kardashians or anything. It's not someone who I particularly follow other than the fact that they're just like a pop culture icon. Right. You know, it's just like, I'm. Uh, it'd be impossible not to be aware of of them. I feel like now it sounds like I'm defending myself a lot. Anyway, so I googled it earlier cuz I was like, maybe what like like how unsurprised everybody I was. I was like, what if the information that I got was wrong and she ah. is in fact like 6 foot 1 and then all these people are going to have egg on their face because they were like, yeah, of course. She's short. No big deal. Right. Like, you know, and it was like <laughs> but actually but, and it was like haha the fun fact that i told you that you totally just you know like let wash over you as if it wasn't the most fascinating piece of pop news you heard today um it was incorrect ah. i was incorrect and so i googled how tall is kim kardashian and then i was like i really don't want this in my google search history <laughs> so, that, so then i was like I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out how to delete that yeah so anyway but that was like one of those things where i was like i don't want google to accidentally think that i want more kim kardashian information news anything updates yeah so do you do you know what i start trying to like remember a joke and the punchline to my joke was you think that bad you think that's bad i just got stabbed pretending to be a snowman (laughs) (laughs) and like i woke up and i was like and like i i had like told the entire joke and there was this entire story attached to it and i was like man I can't believe I remembered that joke. And then I'm like trying to remember like, is that a joke? And I was like, 
racking my entire brain, my entire history for what, what, when did I ever hear the joke in which this was the punchline for? Right. And I'm like trying to like reconstruct what the joke was entirely. And I, I think basically it was, I was having another combination. I think I had a different joke from my past that I was, um, warping a lot in the dream to end on that particular punchline but uh i looked it up and uh i could not find any any joke that ended at least on the internet with you think that's bad i just got stabbed being a snow pretending to be a snowman or whatever this found this sounds like a fun challenge like yeah. like for reddit is to yeah. write the accompanying joke write the accompanying joke i did it did remind me of uh, one of my other favorite jokes from all time, which is probably what the dream was sourcing here. I'm okay. going to guess. Okay. But so, but now that I feel like we've gone this far, I feel like I'm going to need to tell the joke. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so but I think you've probably heard it before. Maybe you listening at home have heard it before. It's it's as ever a bit of a long winded joke, but I think it's worth it. Yeah. Well, I, hey, you know what? We got time. <laughs> all right. So uh, set up for the joke. We have three guys standing in line trying to get into heaven and it's uh saint peter i think who guards the pearly gates right okay, sure. and it turns out that oh boy heaven's just getting the real full real full today so he has been instructed to only let people in if they have had just a truly bad day here on the day they die because i mean let's face it you died that day probably a bad day anyway just you know a little light um uh barrier to entry okay here, so we got our first guy in line he walks up and says whoa 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 hold on i gotta you gotta tell me about your day I can't can't let you in unless you had a really bad day on the day you died. And he's like, oh, boy, don't you worry about that. Let me tell you about my day for weeks now, weeks. I have been suspecting that my wife has been cheating on me with another man. So today I left work early to go home to try and catch her in the act. I get home. I bang on the door. I hear some clamoring about on the inside. She answers the door. And I start looking around. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he must be here right now. In fact, I even go in the other room and I find the I find someone's pants, not my pants on the bed. And I'm like, I've got I've got him. So I search the entire apartment. My wife is, of course, yelling at me the whole time. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Of course, I'm not having an affair with you. I search the entire apartment and I can't find I just can't find him. Okay. But then I see I see on the balcony. I live on the 23rd story of an apartment building. Someone's fingertips hanging over the balcony and I just know I've got him. I run over and I just th- look down. Sure enough, there's a man hanging there. I throw him off the balcony and he lands 22 stories below, not on the ground. Actually in a tree. Can you oh, believe it? It breaks his fall. He's to- he doesn't actually die. So in a fit of rage, I take our refrigerator, throw it over the balcony. It hits him, kills him instantly. Then I'm so like uh, excited and crazed in the moment that I have a heart attack and die. And that's how I got here. Oh, wow. Okay. So bad day. Wife cheating on him. Maybe committed murder. Not great. Anyway, he gets in. <laughs> okay. Guy number two walks up. He's like, oh, no, hold on. You got to tell me about your day. I can't let you in unless you've had a bad day. He's like, oh boy, have I had myself a bad day. Let me tell you. I got to work today. I've been working crazy hard all week and my boss walks into my office first thing in the morning and just tells me that uh, I'm fired. That's it. It's over. And I can't believe it. I've been putting in so much work lately. 
I am infuriated. So I go home. I and I just I don't even know what to do with myself. I'm freaking out. I what I do when I'm stressed though is I start working out. So I just I trying to calm down. I'm doing my workout, and I live in like the 22nd story of an apartment building. So where I do my pull-ups is on the balcony of the guy above me. So I'm sitting there. I'm doing my pull-ups, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, <laughs> this crazy guy comes up, throws my arms off, and I'm like, what? Now, would you believe it? I hit the trees below. It breaks my fall. I survive. I cannot believe it. But I only have about a minute to not believe it because the guy then gets his fridge and throws it on me and I die instantly. And uh, I can't believe he hit me with the fridge. Honestly, it was a pretty good shot. If I'm being real. <laughs> it's not it was a 23 shot. floor shot. Right. Anyway, uh, so that was my day. Can I get in? He's like, yeah, I see what's happening here. But yeah, you can go on in. Yep, you can go on in. <laughs> Guess the guy number three. Guy number three says, oh, hold on. Got to tell me about your day. Can't let you in unless you had a really bad day on the day you died. And he goes, bad day on the day I died. Poof, I have a story for you. All right. Picture this. I am naked inside a refrigerator. <laughs> Popcorn culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like, even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting. You know, to me, it was just like a rare Charizard is a rare Charizard. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip. Turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded, it can add huge value. And then not only that, but once they're graded, they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab. And that's where Arena Club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack, but it's for a pre-graded card. Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. So here's, I have another bounce house story that I would love to tell. Oh, please do. Because apparently I have many of these. All right. So, okay. So one of the other things that happened during my middle school socials, the same ones where I was touching that <laughs> yeah. and, and dancing for the last 15 minutes was, um, we had, uh, we would have the bounce house that was there and I had one of my classmates and I have, I just have absolutely no idea why this became the ambition, but like we would plan on trying to figure out how we could knock the bounce house over. <laughs> over. Like, just like, everyone at once. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. And like, so like, we would know in advance the week like leading up to the social and we would be like talking about it at lunch because we were like worried that the bounce house attendant who had now occurs to me was probably like the son of the guy who rents bounce houses <laughs> yeah like does not care right um hey, hey it's friday night you want to go hang out in a middle school gymnasium right <laughs> and monitor a bunch of eighth graders right and <laughs> But so here, here, the plan that we've come up with, because we'd be like, well, we don't want them to know what we're up to. So we need to get in there and just like bounce around as if we're just like having a normal little fun time. Yeah. So like we would get into the bounce house and be like pretending to be using the bounce house as intended. <laughs> by by just jumping around. By, by just using a bounce house how it's intended. <laughs> right. And then we would have like a code word, which was like established in advance. And whenever my friend would say the code word, all of us at once, would go and tackle one of the quarter pylons, <laughs> which was so effective at, <laughs> at, knocking, it over. at knocking it over. I mean, it was just like you, we would just all barrel into it, and I mean, it's like I have to imagine that there was like a like a, a small um, hazard of of you know being trapped in the now tipped over yeah. pile of vinyl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And yet we that's hilarious. We did this. How many times did you do it? Multiple. Like, I can't believe they keep letting you in. Oh, same. And maybe yeah. this is why we were like, we'll get in, we'll pretend we're bouncing. <laughs> we'll, we'll be pretending to have a good oh old my time. Gosh. Um 
anyway, so <laughs> that's how we knocked over a bounce house. That's fantastic. Okay, my other... I have one more bounce house story. <laughs> How is this possible? <laughs> I know. This is less of a bounce house and more of a bounce obstacle course. Oh, okay. You, you know the giant inflatable obstacle courses? Sometimes you'll see it like carnivals and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so this was at junior, This was at after prom for um, my junior prom. And it was just in like the gymnasium. And they had one of these giant things in there. Um, me and my friend Bob were going to like race to go through it. Okay. And if I was sure of one thing is that I was going to win that race. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> if there's one thing that I can imagine you taking more seriously than probably any other thing. It's, I learned nothing from the wide ads. It's been <laughs> here. I, after all, I'm like, let's go. This right. is great. <laughs> right. Yeah. Your date's like, would you want to go like hang out? We could like dance, we go play poker. It's she like, certainly was not. This was a very unfun dance date wise. Oh, but I see. Okay. Anyway, sorry about that. Any, that's okay. I don't want, I don't want to throw that much shade at my 11th grade prom date. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. She's probably, she's probably she, changed. I bet pro- now yeah. she would love an inflatable obstacle course. Probably. You we know, can only assume. People change. People change. <laughs> people change. I would still love this. Uh, so I didn't change that much. But yeah, me and my friend Bob are racing through the inflatable obstacle course. And we get down to like the last part and it is neck and neck. And the last part is like a slide down. Okay. Now, obviously, it, we're, if we're neck and neck and it's a slide, gravity is going to take over right. and it's just going to be a tie. This is no good. The okay. only way to defeat gravity is to propel yourself faster down the <laughs> oh, slide. Oh, goodness gracious. So Bob is sitting at the stop. He takes the slide natural style, which is to say just sits on it. <laughs> I just jump, like propel myself downwards towards the slide, uh, towards the ground, which is also just like a, like a landing pad or whatever. But it's at like the... Um, uh, structurally weakest section of the <laughs> obstacle course because it's like there's not a lot of air between the ground. It's like a foot of air What's there. It, typically, all you're doing is receiving, <laughs> yeah, like you know, 130 pound people yeah. who are coming Slide down it. a slide. Yeah, yeah, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I just skipped the slide and hit it full, full force. So of course, I end up rolling off the obstacle course and just my head slams into <sighs> the table uh, that is not, uh, you know, like two or three feet away from it. And I remember, like, I mean, it hurt a lot. But I don't, re- I don't really remember it hurting that bad. Oh, I'm no. fair. Like, I wasn't bleeding or anything, but I'm fair. I, I don't know, but I'm fairly certain I was like lightly concussed for the rest of the evening. Oops. Yeah, not so good. Not so good. However, silver lining, not not, not much of one, but uh, another thing they had available uh, to this junior prom full of high schoolers was gambling. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> Naturally. Public schools just get it. <laughs> Public schools get it, man. No. By gambling, I mean like they had like a casino area or whatever sure, sure. where you could go, you know, play um, poker or whatever. So um, me in my state here, I go and I sit down at the blackjack table. Uh-huh. And Ben, I was like a blackjack savant for the rest of the night. Oh like, my gosh. I was I mean, I could just I could just tell. I could just tell what the hands were gonna be. And I think I can't even tell you how many hands of blackjack I won that night. It was like something like hitting my head. I don't know. I like unlocked something and I was just like, I knew every time to fold, and I knew every time to go in, and it was crazy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Then so, what did you win? Uh, you know, just like uh, plastic poker chips that you could go trade in for like lame prizes and stuff. Did you get a cool lame prize? Probably. Pro- okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> but, but like, really, when it came down to it, it wasn't about the prize for you. Oh, yeah, it was. No. It was just about the the glory it was of just about just knowing of being like, Alan from the being, hangover. I'm just seeing the cards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just knowing. That's yeah. A really, that's a really remarkable moment. So you 
had a yeah. big night. You you beat Bob in the obstacle course yeah. and you ran the poker table. Exactly. Yeah. So good night all Is that I think you and I both became like croc. Oh cr- yeah. Converts over the weekend. <clears throat> yeah. Um so a couple of years ago when I went, I have like a pair of like Chaco sandals, which are if you if you've ever had them before, I mean you can almost hike in them on their own. They're like a hiking boot sole with like straps on top. Um, so they're really great, but, uh, they're also quite heavy because they're made for, you know, that environment. Um, and so this go around, I, I took a, um, a cue from our good buddy, Steven from our last trip who had just brought Crocs and they're just so ridiculously lightweight that when you get to the end of your day and you get to camp and you're able to like take your boots off and just put them into anything else that's more comfortable, we put our feet into Crocs and it was like, Oh, Ugh, so much better. This, and I was like, man. I don't know, like Crocs, it's interesting because I know that they're currently from like a fashion standpoint, like air quotes in, um, and it's, it's odd because like, I remember when Crocs first came out and they were super popular and then they sort of became like, like considered the mark of someone who has absolutely like zero fashion sense. And then they just came like rocketing back up. Crocketing. Croc. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They crocketed yeah. back up. <clears throat> and um, th- I think the thing other than, okay, two things I was gobsmacked about. First is that like when I was going to order mine, like on Amazon was that like the, the reviews were unlike anything I'd ever seen before. There's <laughs> like, they have five stars with 340,000 reviews. That is, that is insane numbers it, on a, the, like the number. Cause like when you leave a review, Typically, it's because you were impressed with the product or you were unimpressed with the product. Right. And yeah. but well, yeah, but like I would even go go so far as to say that like like there are so many products that are good that just like people don't think to go and review because maybe it's like maybe like it just sort of like meets expectations. Like bounty paper towels, for example, might be like a great paper towel. And if you go on Amazon, sure enough, it, it will it will have like five star reviews. And I'm sure that millions of people have bought them. But like it probably only has like 10,000 five star reviews, which is still a lot. A lot. But like for it to have 340,000 to me, I'm like, people must be shocked. Croc shocked. Croc shocked. Yeah. Yeah. The, crocked. Crocked. <laughs> they, like they put them on like to where they're like. I have to go tell people. I got it. We're doing it right now. We're ben. doing it right it's now. It's happening. I know. We our worlds have been crocked. <laughs> our worlds have been totally crocked. Um, yeah. I man, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Like ever since, I don't know when Crocs first came out. I feel like it was like right, um, like maybe like towards the the end of my high school career. Maybe. Yeah. I, I literally. I keep trying to think of like what the marker in my mind would be yeah I, haven't, um, I i don't know but i i've like forever sat on the side of i don't care what the reviews are they are so hideous as to nothing could justify them end of sentence I, well that's the <laughs> thing know? too though is that it's like i think that i have been taught because i feel like when they first came out i thought they were cool and then it was almost like like they became cargo shorts or even alice and i were talking about this over the weekend because she's had a bunch of um guys coming in for like homecoming for like yeah. tuxedos and stuff like that. And she's like, I can't tell you the number of them that have mullets. And I'm like, you know, cause I, again, and it's like, it's like, it's just, it's just 
back like they're just in again yeah and i'm like i'm like man like the, it's so <laughs> I, I can't understand it but also like it me like i'm sure i'm wrong you know it's like it's like all I know is what I've been taught about this particular thing. And what I've been taught is that it's not cool, but also it's like, I'm clearly seeing now that like plenty of cool people are doing it. And it's like, well, hmm, you know, well, 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 yeah, you're right. There's going to be like an entire generation of people who look back at their photos and their, their kids are going to be like, I'm sorry, dad, do you have on tall white socks, Crocs and a mullet in this picture? <laughs> and they'll be like, it was a, yeah, like, yeah, of course I do. Son. Like, and I was wearing it well. Yeah. Like, yeah. like people thought I was cool. Yeah. First of all, you don't even, you don't even know. You don't even know. There is uh, a note here in our show notes that says Luke is using surprising deductive reasoning. Oh yeah, man. So um let's see this morning uh i i was talking to luke last night before i went to bed and one of the things he does a lot of times like we've had this like slow progression of how luke wakes up in the mornings okay where like you don't be like his room is across from the twins room and what you don't want is for like luke to wake up and then be frustrated that he cannot leave his room and so he starts yelling and wakes everybody up. Okay. Like, this is no good. There's no way around the fact that Luke is just an early riser. Like, this is just a true fact. You know, yep, he yep. gets up at 6, 6.30, almost every single day. We can't do much about it. We've it's going to pay off when school starts, though. At some point, yeah. So we got for a while, we had, like, this little, like, you know, alarm clock light in his room. And it's still in there, and it, like, turns green at, you know, a certain point. And it's like, when light turns green, then you can come out. But, like, he started waking up, like, an hour before that would happen, and he just, like, you know, it, he would get so mad that the light wasn't green yet that it, it was it was ineffective, you know? He couldn't entertain himself. It wasn't like he'd wake up and it'd be like, oh, it's green, I could leave, you know? Right, right, yeah. right, yeah. It, I mean, that becomes a big ask at some point for, a, like, a four-year-old to have an unknown amount of hours-long patience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that, that maybe, it, maybe it'll come back around at some point. But, um, so then... We were like, it, he would get up and he would come down. He would, you know, come wake us up to be like, can, you know, come downstairs so I can like, you know, help him turn on the TV or whatever. Cause he doesn't like know how to do it. And so like, uh, we actually, we, our old Apple remote broke. So we bought a new one that had like much clearer buttons on it. Okay. So almost specifically. So we could show Luke how to use it so that in the morning when he woke up, he could go downstairs and do this himself. I love it. Okay. Yeah. And that worked out. He learned how to use it, but he would still, then he'd wake up and before he would go downstairs, he'd come wake me up and go and just inform me that he was going downstairs <laughs> like daddy i'm gonna go wait downstairs for you and I'd be like you can just go do that <laughs> thinking, no need to inform me of this departure I don't, okay and that was like oh now i'm just awake you know that the, i there's a zero percent chance of going back to sleep after that so that was always you, a little you are yeah you like yeah. i would you are cursed by the fact that like once you are you have been awoken you can't like it seems like you yeah. can't go back asleep. It's, it's not one of my stronger suits for sure. Yeah. So anyway, the like the we've gotten to the point now where like Luke has he'll like just get up and go all the way downstairs and just not bother me at all, which is fantastic. Or I think the way we um the, now what's happening though is that sometimes he'll get down there and it'll get to the point where like because it'll get like past seven or something like, Oh my God, did I actually get to sleep in? But Luke will start just getting hungry, <laughs> which is also a fair need, you know, you got to go feed him and stuff. Yeah, but then fair. he'll come up and be like, I'm hungry. And it's like, yeah, that's fair. And you know, it'll be past seven. So the light will be green. So whatever. 
uh, that's what happened today. I woke up like right in the middle of a rum cycle. I, I was just zonked. I was completely out. And Luke wants me to get him food and stuff. And I can hear uh, the twins crying upstairs. Like, okay, I gotta go. I gotta get them. I gotta get coffee. And it's like, it'll be easier if you're all getting breakfast at the same time. And I'm like, going to go up the stairs. And he's like, no, you don't know. Mommy's getting them. And I'm like, no, no, I don't think she is. I haven't heard her get up. And he like goes to the bottom of the stairs. And he like brings me over there. And he's like, look, he's like, listen, the sound machine is off. That means mommy's in there getting the twins. And I was just like, and I was like, I sit there. I thought about it. I was like, actually, you're right. <laughs> I also, this was not something that like I really like bit hard into, but I do remember as an elementary school student, uh, I had I did have a token that I carried oh, with me. What yeah. was it? So I we used to have a store in uh, in Roanoke, Virginia called CMT. Oh and yeah. It was like it was a really like odd and cool and fun place because like it was it was like a store that was there for like sporting goods. Yeah, sporting goods store. Yeah, but like not only did they do, they had like a rock climbing wall and they sold like winter jackets and they did like ski rentals and stuff like that. But then they would also like make like jerseys and stuff like that for teams that like might need them for like rec league soccer mm, right, or, yeah. or whatever, like a, like a local kickball team. But in addition to that, they also did uh, like trophies. So like in one area of the store, you could like walk through and they would have like all the various like, you know, at the end of like your your soccer uh, season yeah. or whatever, like everybody would get like the little trophy with like the golden soccer figurine on top. And it's like this is like where the coaches, I guess, would go to like figure out like which one they were going to do for that season and I don't know, whatever. Um, so, but it was interesting to me that like I was at the place that sold those things. Yeah. Because I do always remember as a child being very excited on trophy day. Oh, I mean, like, you get this brand new shiny thing. It's basically like getting treasure. It's basically like <clears throat> getting treasure. Yeah. And that is pretty much what I discovered while I was at CMT on this particular occasion. Cause we were there, uh, you know, just buying, I don't know, like a winter jacket or something. And I remember walking through the trophy area and like my eyes were just like as big as, you know, you could imagine. Yeah. I was like, like, wait a minute. Wait, I've been, I've been playing 10 to 12 soccer games a season to get one of these and you can just come buy the treasure. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like these are just available yeah. for purchase I at would, any time. Mom, I would like this trophy, please. <laughs> well, so pretty much that's what happened. Um, <laughs> there was uh, this like golden key and it's, it's oh, the type of thing yeah. that like maybe uh, like, you, you know, how, like sometimes like people are like are awarded like the key to the city yeah. um, as like a, like a mark of like recognition or something <clears throat> like that. Um, I imagine that this this was a very similar type of thing, except, I mean, it was, it was maybe like five inches long and it was, it didn't open anything, obviously, yeah, obviously. but it was just a bright gold key. And I think it cost like $4. Right. And I was like, mom, can I get this? And she was like, yeah, that's fine. And I was like, <laughs> no, what? And I remember I called it the key to the odyssey. <laughs> Which, what I, is the I Odyssey? Have, I have absolutely no. I don't. I don't know. I never knew this. Oh my gosh! Yeah, oh my I called the key to the Odyssey, and so I remember I would like I would keep it in my backpack at all times, uh, just in case. Yeah, just in case I needed the key. You're to the gonna Odyssey. find the chest. As a kid, I just really thought that I was. I. I. It was way too baked into me that you could be the chosen one, and I was like, I just want to be ready, you know, like. <laughs> 
<laughs> just in case. Oh man, I don't think I've said that out loud in like like twenty eight years or something. Wow. Um, key to the Odyssey. The key to the Odyssey. But I remember I would like I, I would feel like, like I know what the name of the episode is. I know. <laughs> I, I so I would I would go and uh, like I had it in like the bottom zipper pouch of my backpack, and I remember like it'd be like a recess, and I would like go and I would like put it in my pocket, and like I'd be out at recess, and I would like just be, like, like check it out. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't even know. Behold, I got like a really special object here yeah that was the that front zipper pouch on your backpack it was like it was like trinket central it's where you kept, yeah, the cool where you kept stuff. all the cool stuff your yeah. token oh my god oh man now i'm thinking i i, I also had like yeah a, a zipper pouch on my backpack that had all the trinkets being in a book originally i don't think so um, the other one I thought was kind of funny because it just sort of like it plays into like it's come it approaches it from a different direction. Okay, it says you'll go down in history and geography, <laughs> like like you'll go down in geography. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. I like that one. That was fun. And, okay, so, yeah. and uh, there's a bunch of these. <clears throat> yeah. Then there was one uh, like Napoleon, like Columbus, like the dinosaurs. Oh, I like like the <coughs> I dinosaurs. like the dinosaurs. That might be my favorite like of these. The dinosaurs. Oh, that is good. <clears throat> yeah, like that might be my favorite. Okay. All right, and then uh, the last one was like The Simpsons. Don't. Oh, yeah, less good. Meh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think my favorite of all those was like The Dinosaurs. Like The Dinosaurs. Way better than Elvis. I mean. Okay. Right. Uh, now, now, just to, now to yeah. throw back to a, a far-reaching pop topic, The Washington Dinosaurs. The Washington Dinosaurs. What do you think? Man. You know, I don't hate it. Just generic dinosaurs. Just, that gets some. That gets George Washington and dinosaurs. Yes, it's perfect. It's, it's perfect. Did you know this is this is I this is like one of those TikToks that I okay. Uh, the the TikTok is called like. Do, do you ever get the like the um facts that will warp your perception of time? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, I have seen those. Okay, so this is one that I always think I'm like is like mind blowing to me. But like the first fossils weren't discovered until after George Washington died. So like George Washington had no concept of dinosaurs. Yes. I was like that. That is so so baffling to me. Uh, okay, so here here is here is my follow up to that because I feel like I have recently seen that 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 before the discovery of dinosaurs people had still already come up with dragons. Oh, that's interesting. Right? I guess if you knew about lizards. You would know about lizards. Yeah. And so maybe you could just sort of like use your imagination mm. or be on some type of opioid <laughs> and be near a lizard. <laughs> maybe. Um, I guess, um, okay, similar thing while we're on Fantastic Creatures. We were like, why are unicorns always so like you know, rainbow and glittery and stuff. Like, why is it, wh where's the stories about unicorns, like as attack beasts or something? Yeah. And someone wrote in from Scotland and said like that, like the original thing was that like unicorns were thought of as things that might come like kill you like with their horn. Oh, wow. The, which is why like there's unicorns on lots of like Scottish flags and stuff because they project strength. Interesting. <clears throat> Cause it like, yeah, the fact that the Scottish flag has a unicorn or that it, that it is like the national animal. <coughs> yeah. It's like, right. It, it's like it feels like one of those almost like bordering on <coughs> hilarious like trivia facts. Yeah, <laughs> but then it's like when you hear it like that, it's sort of like it would almost be. Oh, it's a threat. It's a whole. <laughs> Don't make me bring my unicorn. Menacing. Yeah. <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty cool. That is, that's pretty, pretty good. Pretty cool. <coughs> okay. Okay. I like it. Yep. 
the 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 Washington dinosaurs. The Washington dinosaurs they of could, which George Washington did not know about, of, of which he didn't know about, of which the mascot is like a brontosaurus named Rudolph. Uh, there you go. I came full circle. Yeah, full circle. Everyone's like, "Why is it called Rudolph?" Like it's like a whole it has to do with the song. As you a, know, there's a very specific, very conversation specific. about. <laughs> Rudolph the Red Nose right now. All right. The Washington Dinosaurs. Let me just say that the Washington football team, which was on, which was having an amazing midseason turnaround, went on an awesome four-game win streak, like knocking off top quarterbacks left and right, has done just a complete 180 and gone in just a four-game losing skid. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. has totally knocked themselves out of contention. Um, so, Yeah. Uh, that, that's just the update on the your your Washington football team update, which I'm sure you were real keen on hearing. If you don't follow the NFL, that there was there for four weeks, people were like, "What is happening? This is there's it, it, something magic is happening." Now it's not; it's gone. The magic's gone. Here's the thing that I feel like people underestimate about the NFL is that it's like it's like it, I feel like there's a perception that it could be seen as like this, like maybe like masculine kind of like sport crash into each other type of thing yeah it's not that no no it is like it is like a soap opera slash reality television mm-hmm. unfolding before your eyes it's exactly this it, is what yeah this it, is what i've told people before yeah it's like it is like the just most unpredictable wild ride of like of like drama and i don't know like unexpected turns and twists and injuries and yeah yeah it's just yeah you can't think of the nfl as just a single team right like you could i think you could conceive if someone asked you what your favorite tv show was i think you can conceivably just say the nfl and like oh yeah that's you know what i mean yeah and it's like like i think we've talked about this before like how many like what what a treat for every nfl fan that every week there's 16 new episodes i know you know what i mean each one just not, as, just not as only that at, there's 16 new episodes and then there's uh six days in between those episodes of 24 7 coverage of the episodes <laughs> you know what's reminding me of for whatever reason yeah is i think wendy's at one point in time was talking about like what do you use to like, a spoon a spoon a spoon <laughs> for like, to eat a sockwood <laughs> yes i remember the first time i ever heard somebody use the word spoon it was like even now i can't not laugh the only sockwood you eat with a spoon that was the ad i loved it i think it's still hilarious it holds up it holds up it yeah. ages well they were like let's change spork to, to spoon. It's <laughs> so much better. So much it it better. is so much better. It is so. I would. I would. I would abandon spork. Spork so altogether. If I was that meme where where it's like the guy holding hands with the girl, but he's like looking backwards. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm looking back at spoon. I'm, I'm looking back at spoon. <laughs> I'm leaving. See a spork. See a spork. <laughs> Oh man! And they also invented the word sockwood to go right there with it. I know. Fantastic. I know. Yeah. I mean, it's that's just that's just good. Good old fashioned humor okay. coming through. Ben, while we're talking about food, can I ask you some questions about butter? Now I'm worried. <laughs> well, guys, I am recording this without having actually listened to the middle section of the pop, so I hope everyone enjoyed this specially curated episode of Popcorn Culture. Let Ethan know just how much uh, you loved it all. Uh, we hope uh, Ben and Alice uh, feel better soon. And uh, until next week, pop, pop.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.